Now, here comes the music. We are go for launch in booster Five, ignition. Four, three, two, one, zero. We have a liftoff. Yes, sir. We are back. What up, DG? What up, big dog? It seemed like it'd been a thousand years. It has been a minute, man. It's been a grip. Welcome to another episode of the Stargaze Cowboys podcast. Lots of lots of news since we've last been on the air. Mm-hmm. Um, but good because we got a chance for things to settle. Mm-hmm. And um, like Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones said an impressor today. Mm-hmm. He said he wanted a soft landing spot for JG. But guess what, Cowboys Nation? We ain't worried about a landing spot. We excited because we about to take off. Yes. With Mike McCarthy. Finally. Feel me? Feel you. I like that boom. I'm feeling you, dog. You know, um, how you I, feeling about it? I mean, I'm feeling great. I mean, he was my guy. I, I had as soon as uh, they were talking about, you know, you know, Jason Garrett moving on and going somewhere else, and they started throwing candidates out there. I had two guys that stood out in my mind. I felt like if they were going to go the college route, the only guy I would want to do on college would be Urban Meyer because he's a control guy. He's a guy I feel like he's going to want to have his way and he's not going to be bowing down to Jerry or, okay, Jerry, this and that. Um, if we went with the pro ranks, I, Mike McCarthy was my number one choice. When they start throwing names out for uh, head coaches, Mike McCarthy was my guy because I seen what he did at, at Green Bay. He beat Jason Garrett 5-0, and 5-0 oh, and wow. oh against Jason Garrett in his tenure. Yeah. One, one um, loss, just one. one 2016. Loss. Yeah, 2016. 5-1. Five. Um, five and and then um, also because – Championship games have been what six, I believe. He's he's been to the playoffs nine times, mm-hmm. four NFC championships games, forty championships, a Super Bowl, in a Super Bowl. And I just happened to watch that twenty fourteen game when they played the Seahawks. I mean, that's not his fault to do. He should have went to the Super Bowl. He should have went to the Super Bowl then too. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? So I'm looking at that pedigree. And I just remember watching Mike McCarthy in his um, interviews post-game with the Green Bay Packers. He always had, like, a little chip on his shoulder. He always had a little attitude. Always, you could just he's tell. A he's a, yeah, he's a rough and tough guy. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, and he, I think he brought the best out of his players. And I was, I was full go. When his name came up, I said, that's my dude. And I just really started pumping him hard. And guess what? Here he is. We got him. We got him. I, I was ecstatic, man, because like you said, like you, I'm just like you. I wanted Urban Meyer if it was someone from the college ranks. I, if you look at my, my, my social media, Twitter, anything, I rarely brought up Lincoln Riley. No offense to him. If that's what we would have went with, I would have did my research more and everything. He's a hot shot guy. I get it. But personally, I didn't want to go with the guy that we had to be, you know, make a project mm-hmm. again. You know, Jerry, I didn't think I wanted to do that either. That's why I never brought his name up. I never mm-hmm. brought up Matt Rule, Lincoln mm-hmm. Riley, David mm-hmm. Shaw, even though he got mm-hmm. some NFL background. Mm-hmm. But these guys, I'm like, mm, it's going to have to be an Urban Meyer, a guy who can oversee everything, a, a Jim Harbaugh, a guy who's already been in the league, mm-hmm. a Mike McCarthy, mm-hmm. uh, because he's been there, done that. And he know, there, and he's, a, I, I want to call him a guru. I hate to say that because I, I hate saying that somebody's a quarterback guru. But Mike McCarthy works very well with quarterbacks, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all that works all the way back to Kansas City when he had Joe Montana, mm-hmm. when he had Brett Favre, uh, Aaron Rodgers, and now yeah, Rich Gannon too. Rich Gannon, yep, Rich Gannon. You're right. Um, so I'm, I'm ecstatic about this. I, I know there's a lot of details, little small things we can get into, and we will get into about this over the coming days and weeks. But I think this was an absolute home run of a hire. I think the main reason why I like this hire more than anything else, and I have been saying it on my um, Big Game James page and on Silver and Blue Nation on my YouTube, was that just like you were talking about, um, I felt in my heart that Jerry's 77 years old. He, uh, he, uh, he getting up there. He ain't got time to wait. You know what nope. I'm saying? And not just that. And he said it in the press conference, I don't got time to be waiting. You know what I'm saying? He said, I want somebody in the foxhole who's – been in the foxhole who's been shot and got back up and still fighting. Yep. I don't want to get in the foxhole with somebody who ain't never been there. That's what kind of stood out you to want me. Somebody that's been punched. You feel me? Just like that, like punch out. <laughs> <laughs> but something else, we're in a we're a win now team. 
I had mentioned this um, with uh, Jerry Jones that Barry Switzer and Jimmy Johnson were college coaches that won Super Bowls Super for him. Bowl, yeah. But the difference was to me was when Jimmy Johnson came in, they were rebuilding. They were terrible. So you can bring a college coach in when your team is terrible because you got time. The owner's going to give you some time. So if you have a bad season your first year, it's okay. Because we're not that good. You're still learning. I'm okay with that. And that's what happened. <laughs> that's what happened. Now, when it was Barry Switzer, man, that team was already good and established. So Barry didn't do shit. Excuse my language. But he didn't no, do no. nothing. He I think do Barry nothing. admitted that. He didn't do nothing. And you saw, as soon as he was had his little quick tenure, he ain't never coaching the NFL again. You know what I'm saying? So we already understand that. So that was the key to me. Why would you get a college coach when you have a team that's ready right now. It's not like this team is a whole bunch of rookies or anything like that. These guys are in their prime years. The average age is around 26, 25 to 26 years old with the Dallas Cowboys. A lot of their top players are in their prime years. So why would you go with the unproven guy when you have guys in the prime years that are ready to win now? That's why it made more sense to go with a guy who's been there and done that. So we've seen, just like with Tony Dungy, and we talked about it with uh, um, John Gruden, and even with Mark Jackson and Steve Kerr, we've seen guys that can take teams to an apex or take them to there, but they just can't get them over the hump. Over the they hump, get yeah. rid of them. The next guy comes in, they win a championship. Hopefully that parlays to the Dallas Cowboys, but I feel like the team was ready to win now, and there was no way you need to start with a damn college coach with this team. I mean, we've seen it here in, in the NFL. Uh, Chucky did it. Uh, J J John Gruden. Yeah, that's what I was Tony saying. Tony Jundy's team. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mike Tomlin came in mm -hmm. second year, won the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. um, now, Doug Peterson's a bit different. Uh, you know, he, he, in his second year, he won the Super Bowl, but it's not like he took somebody's team. Howie and them helped mold that team. Mm -hmm. um, so we have plenty of, you know, experiences of that happening. Um, another reason why I think this hire is, is, is just really, really good. And going from being a home run to looks like it's going to be a grand slam is that, and it's so funny because Jerry kind of pointed this out today where it was kind of being talked about over the Twitterverse. I don't know that a Matt Rule or a Lincoln Riley can come into the league and gravitate those coordinators we just got, right? Exactly. John Fossil, yep. the best special teams coach in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Jim Tom Sula, one of the best defensive line coaches in the NFL. Um, mm -hmm. Keeping Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore likely gets kept with any coach but the fact that mike mccarthy wants kellen moore not not jerry jones saying you got to keep this guy on some jason garrett sabotage you and he's the next head coach no no, no. Mm -hmm. he understand kellen is smart and he understands that kellen can help him uh mm -hmm. um mike nolan as a defensive coordinator these guys have been head coaches these guys have been in the league for decades upon you know they know the league in and out they garner respect they are respected at their respected positions even uh and joe philbin joe, he brought in joe philbin yep joe philbin is the new offensive line coach they got really? rid of mark colombo so joe philbin is the guy and you've seen what he was I the coach with the that. dolphins so yeah Mark Colombo's out. Another head yep. coach. Yep, another, and that's what it is. Guys that have experience, guys who've been guys, there and done that. Man. And basically, it's like if you Jim really Hazlitt's a possibility. I heard too. You feel what I'm saying? If you just really look at it, the staff he's building is like, look, we ain't got time to play around. We need yeah. to get this. With the team is already ready. We just need to get them over the hump. And I want guys who've been there and done that. And this is why it's, it's, it's beautiful to me, man. I talked about it on Twitter. We needed a wholesale change. Mm -hmm. For far too long in Dallas, we've had that good old boy, you know, you play for Jerry, you know Jerry, or you know somebody that knows Jerry. So come on in and coach, Leon. Mm -hmm. Let, come on in and coach, Mark Colombo. Come on in, uh, Kellen Moore. No offense to Kellen. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, this good old boy – we're all friends and buddies and we've, 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 uh, we've played with each other or something like that. And we all have a relationship with Jerry Jones. Yeah, I don't want that. I, I, I stay That's away it. from that dog. Get rid of that. Man, please. And then just like when he was talking about, you know, I hear Cowboys fans and then even Jerry was talking about how much he, you know, uh, Jason Witten and Sean Lee. Yes. You know what? Maybe when they retire, they might be some good coaches, but ain't no way in hell. And I've even listened to other athletes that once you retire, all of a sudden you retired. And now all of a sudden you're my coach the next year? Nah, nah. The players ain't, ain't going to be looking at that. And you have to earn it. Just like I said, 
the reason why it was bad for Jason Garrett, and I said, you know, with the Wade Phillips thing, was because he already had his eye on Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett played, retired, coached one year as an a, a, a quarterback's coach. Well, didn't even get his feet wet. And then all of a sudden you get hired with Dallas and you're the offensive coordinator. And then the next year they're the offensive coordinator and the assistant head coach with a pay raise. Guess what? That's starting out all bad. You didn't get to earn your time. You got a lot of guys that have been assistants for 20 years. Skywalker, 20 yeah. years. Ain't even getting the opportunity. And this dude gets one year as a quarterback coach. And next thing you know, you're a head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. No, you have to earn it. Nothing is given. Everything is earned. And when you come in and I say, hey, I like you, you got the job, that's set up for failure. And that's what happened to me with the Dallas Cowboys with Jason Garrett. It's funny you point that out, how he how he got the job, because it almost happened again, in my opinion, where Kellen Moore retires next year, quarterback's coach. One year later, offensive coordinator, Jason, the head coach, on a hot seat. I was getting worried, man. But we had this conversation earlier in the year when we were like, well, can Kellen Moore, is it Chris Richard, a potential next coach? And I said, I can't see it being Kellen. I just can't. He has. He doesn't have enough chops in the league yet. He's got the boyish kind of feel to him still. So I couldn't see it being Kellen. So I kind of backed off from being a little scared. But I did not like the route Jerry Jones was going. I get Kellen smart and everything, but I did not like that route. And then he hired Kitna. Love the hire of Kitna. Love it. But again, good old boy, been with the system, played for us for a few years, came back. We love the guy. We have to get rid of this mentality. Why do you think there is no accountability being held in Dallas? There isn't. We can right. say what we want to say. Those right. players are not scared to lose their jobs. No, they because don't there's no fear. Them. There's no fear in that building. There's no fear in that building because it's a buddy. Like you said, it's a buddy-buddy system, no matter what Jerry and the other guys say. And, like, and of course, if you're a player, and I, I never hated on Jason Garrett or anything like that, but when I listen to them players, all oh, we love Garrett. He gave me a chance. He just said, yeah, I get it. But you know what? I liked a lot of supervisors at my job. You know why? Because I know I could get over on them there because, you we, because we were cool. You know what I'm yep. saying? Because I know we're cool. I didn't have to do all the little things. You know why? Because I was cool with them. I know he could let me slide. I don't have to really do that hard today. I don't really have to uh, make sure I'm doing that and staying on that. And then when you don't do those little things during the week, when the Sunday games comes, that's when the mental errors and mental mistakes come because you're not prepping because it's easy. It's easy where you're at. And we needed a situation where it ain't easy. It ain't comfortable. And now you got a whole, whole different staff, staff. <laughs> and they don't give a F about you. They are don't not do going to make it easy, bro. You're going to not be here. Yep. And I believe that's the type of command Mark McCarthy is going to do. And that's what the Cowboys need, especially on that defense, dog. I just feel like they just got really, really Hollywood about how they went about their business. You know, DeMarcus Lawrence, everybody, I don't hate on, I love DeMarcus Lawrence, but even him, I still feel like, you know what, you got a little Hollywood and, and, I, as great as you are or good as you are, bro. Because Rob Marinelli's ways, in my opinion, it was white noise. All the hooping and the hollering became Hell, white, Get became out there. Yeah, noise. like they ain't listen. They tune you out. And I heard former player, I heard players say that they would tune him out, that he could not relate. David Irvin was one of them saying he can't relate. He can't relate to this younger he can't people. Work with the young bucks, man. Remember, this, we had that's this what he said. He said he can't work with them young people. And look what the young, did any young players even play this year? On the line. Barely. barely. And, and, and we're not saying that you got to be young to be the coach. It's just that Marinelli's almost 80 years old. He's, He's 70 years old. Get out the way. Old. It's just like Romeo Cannell, 72. Bye. Yeah. Tom yeah, Brady, bye. You're old. <laughs> bye. Get up out of here, man. I still got something to prove. No, you don't. <laughs> 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 yeah, we, we, listen, man. Jim Tom Sula is just as good of a defensive line coach. So this whole – and I get it. If Rob Manelli was just a D-line coach, um, maybe it would have it might have worked better. No, but, no, but, no, no, no. But Jim Tom Sula is, is just as res much respected, and honestly, he's probably the, the, the better D-line coach at this point. Look at Washington. Just go look at Washington and their, their, their defense, the front uh, seven and front four over in, or three over the last few years. They've been good. Really good, and I they think give you Matt problems. Ioannidis is a pro bowler. Yeah, they give Matt you problems. Ioannidis. Yeah, they give you they give you problems, and they got them Alabama boys over there. And man, 
I'm glad he came over to us because they about to get Chase Young <laughs> over there too. Yes, so I'm glad are. he came right over yeah, to yeah. us <laughs> um, and, and do his thing. But, you know, just like he said, um, it's got to be accountability and the familiarity with, oh, I know him and, it, and it's cool, this and that. No, it, it can't be comfortable. As I said before, when I listened to Michael Strahan, he said he hated uh, um, Tom Coughlin. Said he hated him. He said he couldn't stand him. A lot of the players said he they couldn't stand his ways him. A little bit. But guess what? He did change a little bit. But at the end of the day, when I listened to Strahan again, um, he said, you know what? I couldn't stand him, but he was good for me. He bought the best out of Fact, me. And guess facts. what? Did they win championships? Did they yep. win Super Bowls under him? Two of them. I got to say. He's going to go to the Hall of Fame because of it. You feel me? Go to the fame. And guess what? He was good with Jacksonville too. People forget about that. Them Jaguars under him were good yes. for a little bit. Two uh AFC championship yes. appearances with the upstart team. I'm crazy. Now expansion and, and, team. Expansion, right. And I'm not saying because the guys that McCarthy are, is hiring are guys that he knows and has, has worked with. So obviously most head coaches are gonna that are hired to a new team are gonna bring in guys they can relate to, they know or have an inkling of. But that's not what we're talking about. That that what was going on in Dallas, you know. Mm-hmm. Dallas was like I said, it was it was a good old boy uh, clubhouse. It was everybody played for the Cowboys at one point, or everybody has a connection to Jerry Jones or, or, or something like that. And it just became stale. Everything. But it was, was never. Stale. It was Skywalker. It was never Jason Garrett though, saying, "I want this guy" or "I want this dude." It was Jerry saying. You're going to take this dude, you're going to take this dude, and you're going to make it work. And when somebody does that to you, it doesn't work. Well, so I, go ahead. Well, I, th- I agree. There, I think it was both things. I think Jerry was like, hey, what about this guy? You should take him. And then it was also Jason. Well, you know what? I'm going to go with the Scott Linehan because I've worked with him before. I respect Scott Linehan, and he's going to run the same offense I'm running. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's not mm-hmm. going to switch anything up. I'm mm-hmm. going to hire Kellen Moore because I know I can step over Kellen Moore. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm going to hire Mark Colombo because I know Mark Colombo is going to do what I say because I, I, he coached, I coached Mark Colombo. You know what I well, mean? Think about, think about it. A lot of people said that Jason Garrett would get rid of people. You know, he would start to undermine people with the staff, within the staff. Remember, when we had Bill Callahan as the offensive coordinator, yeah. they were clashing. And w- yep. And they were clashing bring in? big time. Guys that wasn't going to say nothing, Paul Alexander. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why Callahan left because he because they were going at it all the time and you know it, it's just funny that you know anybody that had a buck up with that he would go ahead and let me go get somebody I can't control let exactly. me go ahead and get somebody I can't or that's going to walk the line and do what exactly, I exactly 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 and he had no accountability I mean it was it was embarrassing as a fan base I, I stopped watching his pressures first of all but if you read them, or I've never you, watched his press conference. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about early on, years ago. I but, never. But if you listen to <laughs> or read to what he says half the time, it's never. I have to be better. Mm-hmm. I need to coach better. I have to change this up. It's none of that. It's it's always uh, they or we or Kellen Moore called the plays <laughs> or uh, Sanjay is responsible for this. He's always shuttering the, the responsibility to someone else. Mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy took a year off. And he, in my opinion, you got to love a guy who was who successful, but he understands where he went wrong. And then he gets back into the lab and he wants to be better. Mm-hmm. He said in the interview, and Peter King, if you have Cowboys Nation, I'm sure you've seen it go around, but please, 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 please watch that. Mm-hmm. If you want to know an insight on Mike McCarthy. He said, we got away from motion and shifts and multiple personnel groups that we use in the past. So you look at that and you look at the why. And quite frankly, you apply it to the next opportunity. I, I never heard Jason Garrett say anything of the such. Exactly. Anything. And he, he ain't he, never have no personality, no nothing. It's just, you whack. And if for you to be talking like that and acting like that, I expect better wins and <laughs> more wins and, and better, bigger situations. I just got an alert. Uh, Sanjay Lau is out. Good. Good. No I, offense. I, I mean, he, I, I he, ain't crying he, about Sanjay. Lee, he but. helped. He helped the development of of, uh, of uh, Gallup. But for a guy that came in and and and, and was okay with Ballyhooed, Sanjay Lau was low key Ballyhooed when he came in. You feel that, me? That, when, if you come in and you you're okay with the wide receiver by committee, dog, there's a problem. <laughs> you feel me? There's and, a problem. And let's. I think when we really look at it, you had them. I was at training camp, and you had all them guys carrying the bricks. We showed the videos. When you had all them guys every at the end of every practice carrying them bricks to get their fingers strong so they don't drop passes. 
Well, it didn't work because Michael Gallup dropped 11 this year, and we led the league in drops. So That's why are you bringing one. him back? Right about that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So all you carrying all them bricks ain't working. So, yeah, you got to go. And, you know, because I'm reading here up about the uh, Joe Philbin and Mark Colombo. Mark Colombo did an admirable job. I'm, I'm not coming at Mark. He did great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Philbin also was a very good offensive line coach in Green Bay. And, I, you know, Green Bay is known for doing that little whole thing. I'm, mm-hmm. Hey, teach the Cowboys that. If you can get away with it, because Aaron Rodgers, he had a knack for not getting sacked that much in Green Bay. And a lot of the times, Joe Philbin was the offensive line coach. Well, not just so, that. Under his tutelage, when he was like the offensive coordinator, they ranked in the top ten. Um, pass protection? No, just the top ten in offense. Oh, uh, from okay. the time he was the offensive coordinator, oh, even Philbin. when he yeah, and even when he became the head coach at Miami, he still, as much as they didn't like him there, he still got that offense from twenty seventh to eleventh, and they still were a higher ranked offense when they left before he even came there. Now, we understand a lot of players, well, not a lot of players, but a few players he kind of rubbed the wrong way, but okay, that that's cool. You're that not, happens. Coach is not going to like everybody. And he said it. I'm not going to be friends with everybody. He said, but I'm not going to change who I am. I'm sorry I, everybody doesn't like me, but I'm going to be who I am. And I will respect that. He's putting a guy, man, Joe Philbin, Mike Nolan, Jim Tom Sula. Um, who am I leaving out here? Fossil. Fossil. Oh, man, Fossil's such a great grab. That's Special great teams grab. have been so bad. And to bring in a guy who is, is, is world-renowned uh, as the best special teams coach in the NFL is just a huge get. Um, and the possibility of maybe a Jim Hazlitt as linebacker's coach. I, this is, man, this is a hell of a staff. Yeah. This is a hell of a staff. And it, it makes me so happy because I'm so glad he's not retaining anybody. Chris, good luck. You know, best of luck. If you can't, if you don't come back, I'm okay with that. We need yeah. new teachings, man. Now, but the, the reason why I love the Kellen Moore, I'm, I'm, I have to bring it back up, bringing him back because I, I wasn't super high on him, mm-hmm. you know, coming out, but I definitely wasn't low. In my opinion, I think Kellen had a successful first year as offense coordinator. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring up some statistics, uh, BG. I'm going to do some research so I can come back on maybe one of the other episodes and be more mm-hmm. thorough about this. Mm-hmm. But just, just from the eye, just from the eye, when you watch the home games, it felt like Kellen Moore had a lot more say, a lot more do in how we operated. You know, mm-hmm. pre-snap motion uh, was a little bit more. It was a little bit more. I don't want to say trick plays, but it was a little bit more razzle dazzle. Mm-hmm. It just seemed more Kellen Moore. We went on the road against a good team. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> JG. I got this, Kellen. JG, we ain't you know doing what? that today. We ain't no. doing all them pre-stab motions oh, in this on. you game because we got to win. Who? You want Tavon? Oh, no, 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 no. You want Tony Pollard to get the? No, 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 no. Wait, and that's another win? person I think is really going to excel in this offense. Blake Jarwin, too, bro. Yes, but Tony Pollard, I really think you're going to see a lot of Tony Pollard. They're really, I feel like. Uh, McCarthy and those guys are really going to use him the way he's supposed to be used. I think that's what gets me excited. We got to resign Blake Jarwin first because he's restricted free agent. So we got to we got to sign him because I know some teams are going to try to come at him and poach him. Well, I know we they, got the first right refu- first refusal, but still. Well, they can put the second round tender on him, can't they? Yeah, but still. Oh no, restricted, restricted. No, he's restricted. He can't they, go. He can't go. Like no, they can put an offer, but if the Cowboys offer him, they're hit. He's hit. He's theirs. Yeah, I so like a team, most yeah, restrictors don't go anywhere. No, they don't. Like I think Antoine Woods is uh, restricted, but so if they just make an offer for him, he's pretty much there. Hey, hey, hot boy, listen, I, I'm good. Move listen, on. Antoine <laughs> Woods don't want to go nowhere. He I'm was up good. at the press conference today. He knows what it is. He ain't trying to leave. I'm, I'm good, man. Look, all right, I can't wait. I can't. I'm good as wait. a back. I'm great. He should be a backup. I can't wait till he finalizes the staff so we can know for sure officially. And come With out defense and, and, we're run. right and come out and says, "Hey, we're doing this on defensively." Then we're going to know who was a priority coming back. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I would love to see a multiple uh, type of defense where we're, we're three four and four three. Flexing we do a lot. We we stand up. We sit. Mike, Mike Nolan know. does that though. Exactly. Mike Nolan does that. He can I he can do exactly. both ways. He's flexible. And one thing, um, I looked at his when it was like the 2008 season because he had Tom Sula, Mike Nolan. When Mike Nolan was the head coach, Tom, uh, Tom Sula was the defensive line coach. Uh, but when he broke out his philosophies, 
I just I read it and it was just it was giving me chills because what he was saying we're going to be aggressive we're going to be attacking you know just turnovers turnovers is just how he was saying it gets me excited and Mike Nolan yeah they they've had a little bit but he was a linebackers coach at the Saints and he got them boys better oh Demario Davis is a all, all pro all pro. Uh, they're 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 top five in rush defense over the last two or three years, and I know a lot of people. See, with Mike Nolan, when you coach so long like Mike Nolan has, you're going to have stints where you're not great. But he has stints where he was. He has stints where his defense was really really good, really really respectable. And then as a as a special uh, specialty coach, linebackers coach, he's molded guys into really good players. You think he's not going to be great for LVE and Jalen Smith? You know, you keep a. I worry about LVE. Well, uh, we're we're talking about if he's healthy. We'll get that the details of it. But if he comes back from his surgery and he's fine, Nolan's going to be good for these guys. He's going to be great for him. I just hope, yeah. you know, I don't want to talk about the injury, but that's when it comes up in the draft because I'm sorry, you know that just that was one the one player that I really am worried about because you had a surgery on a neck uh, uh, spinal stenosis and you had a yeah. neck infused surgery. And you're a linebacker. I don't know how they say you're going to make a full recovery and can play football. I that just throws me off. Oh, you're worried about his career. I'm worried about his career. Jason Carroll mm. was the first thing he said was, "This is we don't we He's don't not think a career this ending." Is. Yeah, <laughs> you don't. When you remember when we had Bobby Bell on there, and I said, yeah. "Yo, you don't jump out there and say." We don't think this career ending, and you know Bobby said, that's "Well, like, I don't know if he meant it like that." Yeah, I do think he did. That's, that's like spinal stenosis. That's like if one of your kids, like you come home from work, and you about to walk into the house, right? One of your kids come outside, "Daddy, I didn't do it." You ain't do what? We ain't even ask you. <laughs> exactly. I ain't even ask you if his exactly. neck was hurt. You just came out and exactly. said it. Exactly. <laughs> you guys, you just yeah, came out. We didn't even. Nobody you know said anything wrong. about something. You came out of nowhere. We don't think this career threatening. How you huh? doing, guys? We don't think it's career threatening. Oh, uh, okay. Excuse yeah, me? that's career threatening. That's news. <laughs> <laughs> Something's, wrong. Something's wrong. Yeah, exactly. You do that again. Right. Something is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, Mike McCarthy did – he did have me cracking up in that interview. We were just – you were talking about it earlier. I love that. Oh, my God. That. that was the best part of the interview. He's got a personality, man. He's not Dog, that, I think that's what – I. that's the main thing I like. Because we remember we seen all those inter- interviews uh, or gosh. press conference. Where I didn't. I never watched one of Garrett's press conference because I don't want to listen to you. Shut up. So when I seen McCarthy come in there already kind of cracking jokes, and when he said, man – Listen, I just want to tell you, Jerry, I did not study all I'm, of the 29. I'm, 29. <laughs> Let me run it. Let me run it right quick. Run like, that. If, if run y'all that. Didn't hear this Bring that part, beat back. Bring that beat back. <laughs> if y'all didn't hear this part, y'all got to hear Now, I'm hoping this, this actually gets captured. I'm not sure if it will, but if not, I'll throw it in here. All right, one second. You said you analyzed every play or watched every play of the entire 2019 season. What is it that you learned from that experience that you think will benefit you most here? Well, I mean, I, I need to confess. I mean, I told Jerry I watched every play of the 2019 season, but I wanted the job. So, uh, I, 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 have, I, I haven't watched every play of the season, but it, it was just, uh, I mean, you do what you got to do, right? You're Steven. Right. But, that's classic. We all lied on a resume. Oh, I definitely yeah, I lied. Type, I type 120 words per minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, yeah, really? I know all, I, yeah, I know all Adobe. And you can all, do, you, do you know Excel? What? Uh, yeah, uh, Excel, man, I know all that stuff. And then as soon as you get there, you're like, hey, can you come here for a second come right here quick? Come real quick. <laughs> <laughs> how you, how you move how you do that? How you do, in Excel? How, you do, how you do that again? I Dog. forgot. When he said that, and 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 I think that's what I really that's why I said that's what I really loved about him. How he just came out of nowhere and said, "You know what? I just want to tell you something. I ain't studied. I ain't watch every daggone play, but I got it. I wanted this job, so I had to do what I had to do. And for you to admit that in front of everybody, everybody not not just Jerry, and <laughs> and behind closed doors, in front of everybody in your introductory press conference as the head coach, that is hilarious." I like you for that. I love you for that. That's the thing that stood out in my brain because how can if you're a player, how can you not like that? You know what I'm saying? Period. Like, listen, this dude, man, he wild. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what now, you got to do. Also, that also spoke to me of how much he wanted this job. 
Mm-hmm. He talked about that a lot. Man. He, talked he talked about, about how much he was going to be the what was the word he kept Stewart. using? He's the Stewart. Stewart of the legacy of the of, of the this Dallas Cowboys. Dog, that's franchise. deep. What he was saying that that was deep to me. How he was saying he kept using that word purposefully. Go look up mm-hmm. the word Stewart. It's an overseer. Mm-hmm. It's a holder. It's a protector. You know, I'm not gonna let nobody mess this up. Um, it, it's crazy because I remember the episode now where I said this. I said uh, we were talking about. We all thought that, you know, well, not we all, but the consensus is that, man, Jerry's going to hire somebody that's, you know, he he's going to be able to move and shake and ain't, you know, they're and not going to have control. Yeah. And I was, and I was like, man, and you, cause we were like, nope, nobody's going to want the job, you know, because, because of the Jerry thing. I said, well, here's what somebody got to do, man, by hook or crook. If you got to lie to get your way into the job then to t- and tell Jerry, I'm not going to rock the boat. And then when you do get the job, rock that rock motherfucker to a Rock that thing to a six ring. Hey, they got a song. Isn't that a live? What's that? Rock, rock the, boat. the boat. Rock, rock the, boat. the boat. Rock that joker, you know I mean? dog. Rock it. And that's exactly what Mike McCarthy did. Mike said, you know what, man? I'm going to say what I got to say to get up in here because I'm looking at the opportunity here. Dak Prescott. Uh, uh, Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, Blake Jarwin, TP, Zeke, offensive Dak line, Prescott. Dak Prescott, and, and and there's this super opportunity here. I'm I'm gonna tell Jerry whatever the hell Jerry want to hear. I need this. Once team. I get up in this mug, this team is ready. I'm ready. You get what go. I'm saying, dog? If you're a head coach, I'm saying the same damn thing because I'm seeing that talent. He said it. Sure. He said it in the press conference. He said, "When I looked at this team, I said, oh, I got to be with this.' Period." He said that's one of the things that stood out to him was this team was ready to win, ready to win. Now the talent was ready, and he's ready to take it to the next level. That's what we want to see, and that's what we've been waiting for. Now, does this say the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl next year? No. It doesn't say anything like that. that. But what it does say is that um, when you look at the track record, the horizon looks a lot better than if you would have went with somebody who we didn't know the hell about. And he he brought that up. When I I talked about earlier about him having the – you know, the cachet to bring in these other coordinators. Do you really think Matt Rule was getting this Man, staff? Come on, dog. Or, First of all, come on. Matt Rule, come on. I, you know, anybody, Lincoln, Matt, I don't care. One of them hot shot guys out of college, it's not happening. No, it's, it's not, not happening. happening. No, but they're going to look at you like, who? And, and it's like, you don't even know. You don't know anything about the pro game. And let's be real with Jason Garrett, right? You're bringing, a, you're bringing a guy like Randall Cobb, I and mean, he's a respectful guy, but anybody. You're bringing a guy like Michael Bennett, Robert Quinn, any of these guys, but specifically Randall Cobb and uh, Michael Bennett. And you come play for Jason Garrett. After a while, you're like, my guy, what the hell do you have to keep telling me the same BS week in and week out? Your resume does not speak for, for you. It does not tell me that what you're saying works. And that's why a guy like Michael Bennett could come in here and say, man, everybody shut up because this is BS. We need to step up after three games. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? So, but even when you say that, um, the thing that irked my nerve and just goes to show how much I feel like Jason Garrett didn't have the control because Michael Bennett had how many offside penalties in his uh, short time? Probably like 10. <laughs> exactly. So what does that say? When you keep jumping off sides like that, Skywalker, that's saying I do Bill what I want. would have benched him. Dog, that's saying I do what I want. I'm not fearing you taking me out. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I can jump off sides. I can jump off sides on the third down. I can jump off sides again. You know why? Because you guys brought me in because you need me. You need me. You. It's almost like, Skywalker, when I used to coach football, when you have a team and you have like 20-something or 30 players, Certain players ain't going to give you the flack. You know why? Because I'll bench you. I'll bench and I would tell them players, I got somebody to take your spot, dog, so go ahead and act up in practice. I guarantee you won't play no more. <laughs> and I always got the best out of them. But you know what, Skywalker? There was a couple years when I barely had 14. Mm. So I didn't have a bench. So guess what my top players would do sometimes? Slack off. Hell yeah, because you know why? Ain't you ain't got nowhere. nobody to replace me. Ain't going nowhere. You ain't you. Who you gonna replace me with, Coach? So I can kind of take off today. Or guess what? Uh, where's blah 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 practice? Oh, he ain't come today. Cause I you mean, know what? He's like, I can come on game day. Cause you gonna have to play me. Cause you ain't got nobody else. Let's take, let's take it one step further from Michael Bennett to a more serious uh, situation that happened. Antoine Woods 
gets arrested. Mugshot. Ha- and listen, we are 420 advocates, but you can't have it in the league right now. Right. And he misses one game, and he's back out back there in the screaming, hot boys. and start- What message did you send to the team? What message, man? I mean, come on. If, if, if at the very least, now he now the met now he did he did send him home because he missed the meeting. Remember that? Yeah, but I think that was more of a PR move. That's what it seems like now because when he did something way more serious, he was right back. Like, cause it. cause think about it, Skywalker. When have you heard that from Jason Garrett sending him home, sending players home, finding players? Um, you, a few times. No, oh, but you ain't really heard it all like that. Now, the and only one that comes media, to mind is the, the court. Remember, oh, my gosh, was it 2014 where he cut he cut a couple cats? Uh, who was the guys? He, 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 it was 2015. They didn't wear a tie. Oh, yeah, but Remember? you know what? They were them French players who wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's no, what I'm saying. You, that didn't that scare nobody, Garrett. You didn't cut <laughs> nobody of substance. So it wasn't like you cut somebody like Brian, yeah. Brian McCann. I think it was Brian McCann or Brian something McCann. Like that. It was like the 52nd player on yeah, the team. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, he was never going to play for Dallas like that anyway. So no. you didn't send no damn message by cutting him. Nobody was scared when you cut him. Everybody was looking like he wasn't going to play no way. So who are you scaring? You ain't cutting me. You ain't sitting me. I, Demarcus Lawrence, you ain't sitting me. I do what I want, say what I want. I I'm going to keep playing every week. And guess what? Just like just like when we saw Cheeto get benched in the Philly game. Oh, really? Week 15? Yeah. Week 16. Little, now, now, you're late, now you're benching them. Now like, you're always, when you hear stuff rumbling in the media, how Jason Garrett needs to change, you would see him do the same dumb – you would see him do dumb stuff. Remember how we would hear – Man, this dude is scary. He won. Why didn't he go for it on fourth down? Then he goes next for week. On, goes for it five times. No, he went for it on fourth and fourth and whatever from the nineteen. You feel what I'm saying, JG, dog? So that reeks of desperation, bro. Like, bro. Like I said, I'm just you know. I hope wish Garrett the best. I never hated him. I hope he. I wish him the best. But I am I glad am. he is going. Nice guy. Great and guy. I would never, ever, ever. It's just like I've had some jobs, Skywalker, that I've got fired from. And I never said, damn, I wish I wouldn't have got fired from that job. I was like, thank you. And even if I had a worse job than that one, I'll say, nah, I ain't going. I, I won't look back and say, man, I should have kept that job. Mm-hmm. No, I'm cool. And that's why I feel about Jason Garrett. I don't care if Mike McCarthy comes in, he's eight and eight. Would I not like it? No, but I'm still not going to look back and say, needed. I'm still not going to go back and say, man, what if we still had Jason Garrett? No the hell i never will no i, I won't you're, I, I love that you said that because <laughs> i agree we know what we got in jason garrett i will and, never say that and, and i i'm with you on the sense that even if mike comes out and guys be careful if we come out and we're three and two it's three and three slow down guys it's year one um but i firmly do i believe for the five-year contract he has with the team that we have He's going to have this team competing. And I don't mean competing being a uh, a tough 8-8 eight and eight squad. No, 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 no. I'm talking about competing for the NFC year in and year out like he did in, in, uh, in Green Bay. In Green Bay. Bay. And just like we said, he should have been in two Super Bowls. It wasn't his fault, the dumb-dumb. No, I'm even going to say you dumb-dumb. I'm sorry. I mean, sorry. he had the opportunity but to you, be in so, four. Dog, kiss the ball. The game's over. Yeah, it's over. So, you get what I'm saying? So, they was banging. Now, he did get a little conservative in that game on fourth on the fourth and one. It was on, right on the one-yard line. Kind of went for it. But you know what? It is what it is. My thing is, you was competing for that damn championship, and I don't want to hear, oh, you had Aaron Rodgers. We, I, it took us this talk, long. We, we yes. talked about Sean Payton, you got Drew Brees. Bill Tony Belichick, Dungy. you had Tom Brady. Tony Dungy, you had Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. Tom. Okay. Tomlin, you have Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. You get know what I'm saying? So you guys all have really good Great. quarterbacks. So is that is that their fault? Is that no? Are we going to penalize them? <laughs> Penalizing him because he's got a good court, a great quarterback. That's not his fault. And let's for, not forget, Aaron Rodgers was supposed to be a top three pick. You know what's crazy about that? And he that? dropped. I was reading. The, I was reading. I don't know if it was Ryan Grant, but somebody that 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 um, used to play for the for the Packers, they said that Aaron Rodgers never, ever, ever forgave Mike McCarthy for not endorsing him to, to be taken number one overall when he was the offensive coordinator in, in, uh, in uh, San Francisco. Um, he carried that chip with Mike McCarthy 
forever. Yeah. And, and you can tell. At the you can tell. Even, south, yeah. You could tell when they were um, getting into it on the sidelines and everything. But a report came out or, or it just came happened to come out that Mike Nolan, the reason why he did not take Aaron Rodgers, because he did not think him nor Mike McCarthy would uh, uh, mesh. The personalities would mesh. He didn't think he didn't think Aaron Rodgers had the maturity at the time to, to deal with Mike Nolan and Mike McCarthy. So they took Alex Smith. And look what happened years later. Yes, they got a Super Bowl, and they were hot, wildly successful. But it, it, it ended ugly, and I don't think it ended ugly because Mike – I mean, Aaron Rodgers said that Mike had a low football IQ. I mean, he disrespects this guy. And they're yeah. cool they, They're cool now. Aaron Rodgers dis disrespects a lot of people, He's though. such an arrogant guy and a disrespectful he's very, guy. He's, he's very arrogant. And I think a lot of people that give Mike McCarthy – or give Aaron Rodgers all the credit in Green Bay – that is BS, and that's that's not fair to Mike. They had McCarthy. some really good damn teams. Do you know the talent they had on them teams, man? At one point, but then, but at the beginning, at the at the Super Bowl time, but mm -hmm. it came a point where Mike even said it. He said he went to Ted Thompson and said, "You got to, you got to do something, Ted." And and they would not, they don't spend money at that time. They don't spend mm -hmm. money on free agents, and they don't trade. What happened to one? What took one year? Ted Thompson's out. They go revamp the whole defense and now look at them. 13 and mm -hmm. 3, mostly mm -hmm. on the back of the defense. It's a very weird 13 and 3 team, but they're 13 and 3. But they did what they never did under Mike McCarthy. People have to realize that they never went out and spent big bucks. They never went out and made massive trades. They took an aging Charles Woodson and Help mold him into the defensive MVP that year. They mm -hmm. take an aging Julius Peppers mm -hmm. and said, hey, help us out here. You know, but they never went out and really, you know what Jerry going to do? Hey, Mike, what you need? Exactly. That's the you one thing. Go, and, you want to go get Robert? We'll and, go get and, Quinn. And, and that's <laughs> why I believe McCarthy was one of the reasons why he wanted to do it because he knew Jerry will always get you the talent. Jerry, you ain't going to never have to worry about Jerry not getting your talent. Jerry will spend and get that talent for you. Um, and I think that's what he loved. And even when you listen to him in his press conference, he said that, you know, I didn't have I didn't have the the leeway that I have here. You know what I'm saying? He said he couldn't go to time. You know, just like you said, he was going to them like, I need help. I need this and that. And they're just like, oh, you, you work with what you got and we got this. You that's get what right. I'm saying? And that's what caused that that riff. But with Jerry, you're not going to have have to worry about that. He's going to give you everything you need because he is that passionate. Even when I had my interview with uh, Quincy Carter, you know, the one thing that I, I listen to a lot of the former players that I have interviewed, and that's the one thing I'll give Jerry Pops, all the players that I have interviewed that were former players with the Dallas Cowboys all say the same thing about Jerry. He loves his players. He loves his players, and he loves the Dallas Cowboys, and he is passionate about that. So that's the one thing. As much as we criticize Jerry, he does frustrate me, but you can never say Jerry don't have passion and always wants to win. And you, you know what's funny about to me about Jerry is this Jerry, I, I don't even, I don't really harp on him as much because I've been saying this for quite some time now since it's been evident that Steven and Will McClay are running things and, and uh, that, that Jason kind of turned the culture around, which he did. I will give Jason Garrett that credit. Mm -hmm. He turned the Dallas Cowboys culture around because when Jerry was running most of the things going on with it was Wade wild. Phillips, wild Cowboys. it was unbelievable in there. Uh, everyone said it. Um, but what, what Jerry Jones is now and has been for about the last half decade is the Dallas Cowboys mouthpiece. And you mm -hmm. got to tell people that don't really study the Cowboys like we do, don't really watch the Cowboys like we do, and that go with this stupid narrative that ESPN spews. Jason or, or, or Jerry Jones is the head coach. He's the everything. He's it, the buck stops here. It does not, guys. We know Stephen Jones. If you're listening to this podcast, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're listening to this podcast, you know. Will McClay and Stephen Jones are making the personnel decision. Mm -hmm. decisions, okay? And Jerry is the mouthpiece. Is he an annoying mouthpiece? Absolutely. He was a mouthpiece today. He exactly. talked more than anybody. And he was talking about his stepsister, his sister. Talking about all kind of crazy and, stuff. Jerry has you know, more Jerry stories isn't. than the law allow. <laughs> a bunch of Jerry is. So he got more stories than the law allow. But just like I said, even just real quick, uh, Will, when I talked to Quincy, one of the first things he said was, Jerry is a marketing genius. When I talked to Greg Ellis, he said, Jerry is a marketing genius. That's what he does. That's why he's a billionaire. That's why the Cowboys are the most marketable franchise, marketable in, franchise in the world. In sports. In sports. <laughs> period. Period. Or none. And that's and, because and of Jerry. 
That's because yeah. of Jerry. He's a businessman, and he's a businessman. He's going to do what he needs to do to keep his business. See, we can't be mad at that. You get what I'm saying? We can't be mad at that. Yeah. But what you like I said, I'm I'm excited because Jerry said, you know what? I'm older. I ain't got time to wait. We need a championship now. I need to win now. Let's do this. Let's that's do why it. I like. That's why I feel. That's why I liked about this move because Jerry was finally like, "Hey man, here you go ahead. Just get your own daggone staff." And he said it too. Do what you got to do. What you got to do, dog. Did you see Just, how he corrected? Yeah. Who was that? Uh, Clarence, Clarence, or, or was it was it JTT? I think it was JTT. Yeah, he said he he said something about. Uh, I'm paraphrasing here. Um, were you able to to to, to pick your own guys? Jerry said, well, "Well, wait a goddamn minute." <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what he said he said now now he's gonna pick he's gonna pick his own staff i've always wanted that <laughs> that's what he told him he shut that right down because he said something smart and jtt jtt said something smart and jerry said well wait a minute he's he's gonna because yeah jtt basically said like oh uh, so Mike you gonna like, be meddling? Course. Are you gonna be meddling? Or are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna back off and let him do his thing? That's what basically JTT. You know how JTT is. Right. He don't care. My, Mike was like, Mike was like, yeah, yeah. He was like, no, I'm serious. Are you picking your own staff? I'm being right. serious here. <laughs> I, like I'm serious, bro. Answer this question because you know he's coming with that sticker. JTT yep. is gonna stick you. Yeah, stick that, yourself, Tony. I that was funny. That was funny. Oh man, Whew, this was fire. This was fun. It's oh, been a yeah. while, man. I, I love it, you. man. I miss you too, dog. I miss you too, dog. My young Skywalker. We, 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 it was, it was, it was good. And you know what? The show's going to be even better because you know what? We maybe had some smiles on our face now because uh, it's a new horizon. It's a new era, era. you know? And, uh, you know, I said. I moved on to 2020. I moved on too. I honestly don't even want to. I, I have. I don't want to talk about the Jason Garrett era. When no, I said the, no. the coaching, you know, you know how he was all pissed past. off about yeah. the coaching. Guess yeah. what? They're yeah. gone. They, it, yeah. it, it, we are where we want to be. You yeah. are where you are supposed to be. Yeah, and no looking back. Always looking forward. Now, no, no reason to talk about that in the past. No reason to talk about Jason Garrett no more. He gone. A lot of exciting stuff coming up. We're we're uh, we're going to fill the coaching staff out. We've got contracts, future contract. Well, that's already been done. Um, we got restricted free agency tenders and all this and, and, and contracts coming up, free agency, the draft. It's a lot of exciting things coming up, man. There's over 20-some free agents on the Cowboys. we got a whole new staff. We could be going in, in a massively different direction. It's going to be probably one of the most fun off-seasons in a long time because we talked ourselves into some of these. Oh, it might be a change. We might run a quarterback. Mm -hmm. We might run more. We might do this more, air it out. Nah, we're going to do a lot of things differently from a philosophical standpoint, and it starts. And it's going to be attacking. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing that I'm – before we get off here, I think that's the biggest message I feel in my heart that's – or the biggest thing that's going to really change with our team is we're going to be attacking the ball on both sides of the ball. We're going to that's attack too many times. Mike Nolan and Mike yes, too many times – we would not be in attack mode. Too many times we're in safe mode. And that's one of the issues that we have had under the Garrett era, safety. Oh, let's play it safe. Let's not lose the game. This, this one more quote that got me excited about, about McCarthy and this offense and Dak. He said, he said, with Dak Prescott, we're going to be able to run the entire offensive playbook and some. We ain't have and some in a long time in Dallas. And some? We and about to then, get handsome, BG. And then, and then I listen to James Jones. I really like James Jones. I think he's a good. He was a good receiver when he was with Green Bay. He's a good I, analyst. He's a good analyst. He tells the truth to me. He doesn't. He doesn't BS. That's why I like James Jones. He doesn't go that you know corporate. We tell the truth. We yeah, like he, folk that tell the truth. You feel me? He don't do that corporate mumbo jumbo, and that's why I like listening to James Jones. And you know, they asked him. You know, what do they think about him with the Mike McCarthy? Hour? He said, I absolutely love. It. He said, I was at my kids' uh, uh, football game. And I was telling the coaches that I was, I was hoping that he would go to Dallas. And he said one of the things that um, he loved about it was he said they have the same thing like we had kind of at Green Bay. Good quarterback. Obviously, they don't have a – we didn't have a Zeke. He said, but one thing Mike McCarthy does, he gets the ball to his playmakers. Mm -hmm. He gets the ball he to his playmakers. He knows how to get He knows to. how to get the ball to his playmakers. And – and then they were like, well, how, how, why do you think he kind of fell off the last couple of years? And he said, you know what? And this is what I was saying about Gary. He said, hey, after you've been in the building after 13 years, the voice kind of just goes yeah. deaf. Like, yeah. 
And if you're not winning every year, like championships, and after 10 or 12 years and you're not it winning, happens. nobody's listening to that anymore. It, they're just not. It, it happens. It's, it's mind-boggling to me, man, that uh, fans – and this is – I don't know if they follow the league. It's just like – some. I've seen an article that said this is Jason – or this is Jason Garrett 2.0. I've seen people, like I said, discredit Mike McCarthy. And I'm like, look around the landscape of the league. Mike McCarthy – actively is one of the best coaches in the NFL. He stacks up with the, with the uh, Sean Payton's, the Mike Tomlin's. Um, I guess now it's Bill Belichick. Those are the last three guys that kind of been here for a long mm-hmm. time, right? Mm-hmm. But those guys have been, along, been around, have been tenured. He stacks up with them. But for whatever reason, you guys have a media darling QB that attacked Mike McCarthy his last few years. And that is the, re- that is the reason why he doesn't get his credit, in my opinion. It is. That's Aaron nobody – because Aaron Rodgers stained him. Yep. If Drew Brees came – so if, if – if, look, look, look at Sean if, Payton. If Drew, if Drew Brees came and said that about Sean Payton, it was stained Payton. And Sean Payton got fired because they went 7-9, and 8-8, exactly. and 9-7. And, 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 and then Brees came out and said that stuff. And that was stain Payton. And are we going to say Payton's a bad coach? No, we no. know he's a great coach. Exactly, man. He, he has one Super Bowl. Yeah, and some Aaron Rodgers, he 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 just uh, hmm. you know what he ain't gonna have to worry about that with Dak, man. Dak, one thing Dak is is he is a great leader. He's a he's one of the most coachable, if not the the most coachable quarterback in the entire. And he's not NFL. gonna say nothing bad about the no, team or the coach. Not at all. I think they're gonna hit it off. I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited, excited man. I'm also excited for our future, dog. We got um we're we're both working on some things here. Hopefully we can share some exciting news for you guys mm-hmm. and, and, and for the show in general, we're, mm-hmm. we're going to be moving forward with the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't, Oh man, I can't wait. We, we threw this show together in the middle of the season. Cause we thought you guys would love it. We, mm-hmm. we, we love it. Mm-hmm. Um, we love talking about the boys, but mm-hmm. next year, man, I, this thing going to be nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm so, so anybody who's listening to this, please go out there and support. If you want to be yes. a subscriber, please do. Um, because I said before, and I say it again, Y'all spending money on these other guys out there, and let's keep it 100, funky, no lying. Man, we're saying, we saying it before these guys. We're saying it. And just because they play football in the NFL, that's why a lot of y'all listen to them. But if y'all really want to hear truths and, 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 and things about that, real. that's real stuff about these Cowboys, jump on here. Uh, because you know what? We're not patting ourselves on the back, but we know a little bit over here. We, we know a little we bit over here. Work. We put in work, we study, we watch tape, we, we study, we, we study, study, study. And we're always trying to find the ins and outs of how we can get better and how we can learn to, to give y'all even better um, analysts, content. coverage, content, all that good stuff. So please get out there and support this Stargaze podcast. And what we're trying to do, Luke, I mean, I'm about to call you Luke. <laughs> Again. <laughs> hey, well, hey, at least that's, I know you real, the real Skywalker if I'm calling you Luke. Uh, but go check out Skywalker Steel's uh, YouTube page. Get check out Silver and Blue Nation's um, uh, YouTube, YouTube page or Facebook. That's the way we continue to make this grow with you guys. Facts, man. Facts. And with that said, we are going to head up out of here, man. Uh, and on my behalf, Skywalker Steel and Big Gang James. Yes, sir. We out. Peace. Peace.